One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. This episode is brought to you once again by Nairi and her very generous uh, donation of coffee. Um, you can also support the show if you like using the ACAST supporter feature or paypal.me forward slash fab ad or just send me stuff in the post. I like that too. I'm very appreciative. <laughs> chickens uh this episode is going to sound like uh it's from underwater because i have a very blocked nose um you may not be able to hear it you probably can uh, <laughs> oh dear that's no good um but the worst thing is it's blocked up my ears so it, it's i sound i it sounds like i'm underwater uh anyway uh we are heading off to the oh the early, early 20th century, uh, the David Tennant story, Human Nature, with Freema Adjaman as Martha. Um, and it just starts, like, it is already exciting right from the get-go. Uh, they, they, they run into the TARDIS and the Doctor's like, did they see you? Did they see you? And she's like, no, I don't think so. And he goes, oh, they're time travellers. They can follow me forever. Um, so he gives Martha a watch and says, my life depends on this. And then he wakes up. Uh, this has been some sort of a dream. Uh, he's uh, just in some room somewhere. Uh, Martha comes in. She's a maid. This is difficult. Um, <laughs> uh, and he dreams that he's an adventurer. He goes, oh, I dreamed of... You won't believe this, 2007. And Martha's like, well, I can tell you that that is... Not real, uh, because look, you're human, and look at this newspaper. It says it's 1913. Oh, opening credits, what's going on? Uh, so then we get the other start of the story. Uh, Schoolboys singing in an old building. I don't know why there's so much singing. Uh, it's raining. Uh, I mean, it's filmed in Wales. It's probably raining all the time. Uh, the Doctor's wearing one of those mortarboards on his head and a cloak, like fully old school, schoolmaster dude. And he's uh, instructing a class, just sort of, you know, as they did in the old days, just yelling out facts from history and hoping you're writing them down. <laughs> You know, nowadays it's like constantly asking you, did you get that? Did you get that? Show me, show me you're working out. Show me how you understood what I just said. Then it was just like, you remember it or you're dead to me. 
So uh, the headmaster says hi quickly. And I noticed the headmaster is the Queen's assistant from the Crown. I know, I know everyone. So Martha and a mate of hers are scrubbing the floor. Uh, they're having a little chat about things. And then two of the uh, students come over and say something horrifically racist. And I'm like, oh, they're addressing the fact that it's not okay for Martha to be uh, <laughs> dressed as a maid in this episode. Right you are. Um, which is, I, I appreciate. It's like, yeah, let's let's not pretend that this didn't happen back then. Uh, so, horrific racism. Uh, the doctor goes and talks to the nurse. Uh, they seem quite sweet on each other. Bless. Uh, she wants to go to the dance with him and she's like overselling it. She's like, well, I haven't been to a dance for ages. <laughs> I wonder if someone will ask me. Uh, he gets so flustered he falls backwards down the stairs. Um, <laughs> Martha rushes in uh, to his rooms because she's obviously heard that he's fallen down the stairs and the nurse is like, don't you know to knock? And so she's like, Ugh. she goes out and knocks again. Um, and uh, Martha's like, have you checked for concussion? Have you done this? And then she, the nurse is like, uh, I think I would know more than you. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. She's an actual doctor. She went to school. Um, anyway, the doctor, John Smith now, uh, has been telling the nurse, Nurse Redfern, her name is. I think oh, Redfern's the next suburb over from me. Uh, she's telling, he's telling the nurse about his dreams. Uh, his dreams that he has two hearts and he's, you know, an adventurer in space and time. She's like, well, we can check that. She listens to his chest. <gasps> Only one heart. What is going on? Uh, her name's Joan, by the way, Miss Redfern. Uh, Joan says, I'd love to read your stories about your dreams. Um, so he pulls out his journal of impossible things. And there's all drawings of like Daleks and Autons and the Clockwork Monsters and Rose and the Cyberman, a TARDIS uh, and old faces, n- most notably the Seventh and Eighth Doctors. Ooh. Now, the Seventh Doctor is kind of there for a reason because this episode human nature is based on a novel uh from the wilderness years um so after the show finished they released a whole bunch of uh doctor who novels with the seventh and eighth doctors in them um and the human nature was a seventh doctor story so it was uh, basically this whole story was sylvester mccoy who kind of you know, made himself human to escape from whatever he was escaping from. So, uh, yeah, there's a little note for you. Oh, exciting. Uh, So, anyway, uh, the Journal of Impossible Things. Uh, Joan thinks Martha might be a bit too familiar with uh, Mr. Smith, the doctor. Uh, (laughs) Then we see the boy from Love Love actually getting roughed up by bullies, uh, but he's had a psychic flash of something one of them's reading, and so they bash him up a bit. Uh, and then Harry Lloyd climbs out the window for a beer. Um, oh, I love Harry Lloyd. He is one of my favourite actors. You know, he's he was Khaleesi's brother from Game of Thrones, who demanded the crown, and then... Carl Drogo gave him a crown. Uh, anyway, he's he's normally really, really creepy, but I watched the first episode of Brave New World the other day. That's for grown-ups. Oh, my Lord, is that for grown-ups, that show. Uh, anyway, he's playing a sympathetic character, which I'm not used to seeing him do. So, I mean, I've only watched the first episode, so maybe he turns. But, uh, yeah, normally he's such a slimy performer in things like i'm just like oh this is interesting seeing him be sympathetic i I really enjoyed it anyway uh martha and her mate are down at the pub or somewhere um and uh martha 
tells her mate Jenny she's going to go into outer space. Uh, and then she sees a flash in the sky. Meanwhile, Joan is walking through the woods and she's scanned by a green light. And then she sees it scanning further on the field and she runs away. She ends up at the pub uh, and she's like, oh my God, I just... Uh, oh. And the doctor's just arrived, like Mr. Smith, sorry. Um, and they see something shooting over the sky and he's like, oh, it's just a meteorite. It's disappeared no, to nowhere. Uh, and the doctor escorts Joan back to the school. Uh, meanwhile, Martha and Jenny go off to investigate where the flash landed. Uh, Potter's Field or somewhere. Um, uh, and it's dis- where it's descending is where old mate Khaleesi's brother is collecting beer. Uh, he goes to see what it is and bangs into a special effect. And then he gets to do some mime. Oh, my God. Do you know what? They make you do mime in so many acting classes. And he must have just had this moment of going, Oh, I never thought this was going to come in handy. But here I am. <laughs> Having to mime a spaceship. He's really good. Uh, Anyway, he finds a doorway and goes in. uh, And uh, then Martha and Jenny arrive. But uh, it's too late. There's no one there. It's nothing. Uh, So inside, he's called Baines, this uh, annoying kid. Uh, Baines is talking to the family. So a family in a spaceship. And he's like, I want to know what you look like. And they say, oh, soon you will look very familiar. Uh, And then he screams. Really loud. Uh, And he comes back to the school. He's got no beer. Uh, The head bully is very, very disappointed. Um, And he's behaving really oddly. He's sniffing a lot. And the psychic love actually kid senses something is up. And he polishes some shoes very vigorously. Uh, (laughs) I don't know that that's got anything to do with the story, but it just seemed that's what he was doing. Uh, So Martha goes cycling on her bicycle to, I mean, what else is she going cycling on? It's a huge redundancy in that sentence. Uh, Martha cycles to a shed and inside the shed is the TARDIS. Oh, and she goes inside and it's all dead and turned off, but she says hello anyway. Oh, and then she has flashbacks to the start of the episode. You know, the thing that the, not the doctor was dreaming. Uh, and in the like the flashback, he's like he's thrusting the watch, and he goes, "This watch is me. Uh, I have to stop being a time lord until the lifespan of whatever is hunting us runs out." And so then he gets in the chameleon arch, which is going to rewrite all of his cells. And Martha's like, "Is that going to hurt?" And he's like, "Yes." And then he just starts screaming, and Martha's watching on helplessly. And oh. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, this is the first time we got to see the Chameleon Arch. That has turned into quite a thing over the last few years, hasn't it? Woohoo! Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to have to do more in the next episode because I, the uh, sands in the hourglass have run right out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 